The dream economy is here. Are you coming? Welcome, my name is Katherine Morrison, and as I've coached countless online entrepreneurs into six, multiple six-figure and half-million-dollar businesses, I've learned a lot. One of the main things is that I'm not just here to help you create a high quantity of money. It's actually pretty easy. I'm here to help you do that through the highest quality money imaginable. That means activating and amplifying your unique frequency to take your being and form it into a magnetic, sharply differentiated brand that has clients dropping in out of the sky, salivating to work with you specifically, not someone who does that thing you do. I'm here to help you open the channel for the creation that wants to come through you, where growing your business and building demand comes from razor sharp business precision and business growth is always tied to an expansion of your pleasure. Expanding your mind and your nervous system to create more, receive more, and be bigger in visibility and impact in the world than your rational mind ever imagined possible. This isn't matrix business building. It's business building through soul ascension. This isn't just business coaching. This is the timeline to your destiny. Are you ready to play? Welcome to the Ascension Through Entrepreneurship podcast. Let's get started. Hello, beautiful soul. How are you feeling today? I am feeling a little fiery. Are you ready? <laughs> We're going to dive deep into a topic that might make your brain mad or uncomfortable because one of the things I've been working on a lot with my accelerator peeps lately is helping them identify how many boxes they have unconsciously placed their brain and their being into and how many unquestioned labels of who they tell themselves they are or they should be and how those labels are then creating boxes that bind them from actually spreading out into their most magnetic brand and having people just dropping in out of the sky, salivating to work with them specifically. And for those of you not yet in the accelerator, don't worry, we will be reopening the doors in just a little over a month and you will be able to take all of the work we're doing here today and dive deeper into it, understand how it applies to where you are right now, and obviously get coaching every single week on going deeper and making sure that you understand the teachings and exactly like which part of it applies to you. It is so funny. I just had a past week. My client, shout out to my client, Kim. I've like coached her a few times. She came on for coaching, but I, for you guys that are coming out, I'm starting to see your patterns. You're static. <laughs> she came on for coaching and I like gave her coaching on like two or three things that I've just identified as her static patterns. And then finally I was like, I'm sorry, Kim, we're like eight minutes into this. And I've just what did you want coaching on? I'm just keep pinning these like static patterns of these places where you're boxing yourself. So when you come into the accelerator, like you get to have, if you're raising your hand, I'm going to have my eyes on your patterns. But for today, I want to dive into a few principles and where I see personality tests and birth chart systems being used that absolutely does not serve you. Because I think there's some places where having like, 
oh, I can see how maybe there's like, um, I am a race that is a minority. And it's very clear to me that I can see how bound I am by the societal constructs that have come on to me because of that, right? I can see how, you know, for many women, it's like very clear. Well, I mean, I don't want to say, but for most women who are at least at all self-aware, it's very clear how bound right? The bindings are that women have been in basically for millennia and they're sort of waking up and shaking off at this point. But it's interesting because with personality tests and birth chart systems, people think that they're like a good thing. They're like, no, this is a tool. This is helpful for me. And they actually don't realize how the mindset they're bringing in to working with and navigating those personality tests and birth chart systems is actually just like they're weaponizing it against themselves and they're boxing and binding themselves because of the way that they're approaching it. Now, I want you to notice what I said there, because to be super clear, the title of this podcast is The Problem with Personality Tests and Birth Chart Systems. But the same way that money is neutral, right? And some people project a bunch of their bullshit and negativity and judgment onto money, like money, they're just like little pieces of paper. Money has done nothing to them, right? But they project all their stuff onto it and make it this big negative overwhelming, hard to get thing, like that's just their brain, right? And their set of beliefs and constructs that they haven't questioned. And then some people have an abundant, positive, generative relationship with money that allow them to make it very easily and make it very fun and make it very playful, right? Like money is neutral. They're just little pieces of paper with the pictures of dead people on them, right? And it's the constructs and belief systems of the people coming to engage with the money that creates the relationship, right? It's the same thing with these systems. Problems frequently arise with personality tests and birth chart systems because of user error, meaning the mindset of the humans engaging with the systems. And I want to unpack that today. So let's dive into the first piece here, which is that mindset piece of how your approach will determine your landing. Have you ever heard that phrase? Like when a plane is landing, the way it approaches the landing strip determines how the landing goes. I don't know if you've ever been in an airplane before where they can see the pilots are aware. They're like, oh, this is fucked up. Like, <laughs> like and they come, they're like, guys, we're going to actually have to like go back up and circle around because they become aware that the way that they have gone in to approach the landing into the airport is one that will maybe create a bumpy landing. Maybe it won't get them exactly on the strip where it needs to be. And so like, it's, well, I don't want to say it's not uncommon. I think it's, it's uncommon, but it's definitely happened where I have been in an airplane and they're like, Hey guys, like we've got to go back up and we're just going to like loop around like one or two times, get ourselves back where we need to be to approach this so that the landing is right. Right. So I want you guys to think about this the same way you're going into engaging with personality tests or birth chart systems. Like, are you looking at how am I approaching this? Because the approach that you go into it with will determine the landing of the results you're able to get from it. And how, like, do you feel super empowered by it? Or do you feel disempowered? Because all of that is just coming from your mindset of the approach going into it. So for you guys who have desired to take personality tests or dive into some sort of birth chart system, I want you to take a moment now and consider where that desire is emerging from. 
Because what I notice, especially for newer entrepreneurs or people coming into personal development and self-discovery, is that oftentimes they're coming into it from, there's something wrong with me, I need to be fixed, I'm not good enough, right? There's like insecurity of them telling themselves like, Either that they're not good enough or how often do you hear, I mean, I hear it quite a bit, right? Like, I don't even know who I am. There's a lot of people that like, and and it's like when all you are is basically like you've just been living as what society told you to do. Yeah, you got to shake off that static to get into the frequency, right? Or you don't know your innate gifts, right? And when you think that you don't know what you're good at and you don't know what you're here to do, you don't know what your purpose is, like that the approach that many people take is like, let me take a test to tell me who I am. Let me take a test to tell me what my gifts are. And to give super specific examples, like I remember before coming into work in coaching, like it was very popular um, when I worked in tech or just corporate like Myers-Briggs would be talked about a lot. Like people would be like, well, I am, like this is just who I am, right? Or Gallup Finder is another popular one. Um, my husband worked with his coach and they did the Hogan assessment, right? So those are like these personality tests, which are fascinating because they're literally just a snapshot of how you're currently like testing based on probably like 90% of you is just operating from unconscious, right? If you haven't deconditioned the brain, it's just operating from what your family told you to do, what college told you to do, all of that, right? And so like the personality test is just going to be a mix of who you really are with like a heavy dollop of a whole bunch of static on top. So it's just fascinating when people take a personality test and then they're like, well, this is who I am. And I'm like, is it? <laughs> or then there's birth chart systems which could be anything from like, this is my Zodiac sign. This is my human design. Um, Gene keys is another system that's based on the birth chart system. So anything that's like looking at your birthplace and your birth time to tell you who you are. So when I'm talking about those things today, I'm talking about any of those systems. Okay. And so when you're coming in, when you're first coming into personal development, it's like you come out of the matrix of what society defined for you, and you feel the expansiveness of all of the possibility. Because the truth is, you can just be whoever you want to be. And it's like you've suddenly come out of the cage in the zoo, right? Where you were locked and then you're like, wait a second, no, I'm not locked. I'm in a cage, but the door is open and there's no lock on it. Let me step outside. And then you go into the wild and I cannot tell you how many people I coach on this where they're like, oh, I feel caged. I feel boxed. I feel caged. I feel boxed. I just want to be free. I just want to get out. I just want to make my own decisions. And then they come out into the wild of entrepreneurship and they come out into the wild of establishing their brand in the marketplace and they get to present themselves however the fuck they want. And the infinite possibility is overwhelming for them. They come out and they're like, oh my gosh, I can literally do anything. I can literally be anything. And to see that many options is like, they get overwhelmed or like, I don't know what to choose, right? Just surrounded by infinite choice and possibility. And so, so many people end up immediately going like back in. They're like, no, no, no. I desire some cage, (laughs) right? Like, 
<laughs> to have the, just the idea that I can literally be whatever I desire to be. I can do anything I want to do. It's like the expansiveness of it, the boundlessness of it is a little overwhelming for the nervous system. So it's like, let me find some outside authority to box me into, to tell me, to give me, maybe it's like, like I'm choosing the cage. (laughs) And so I just want a lot of you to know, like if you're choosing to like have an outside system, tell you who you are, make sure you agree with the cage you're climbing into. Okay. So In this case, what we're talking about in cages is a personality tester or these birth chart systems to tell you, right, you're looking for an outside thing to tell you who you are, to tell you what your innate gifts are, to tell you what your purpose in this life is, and to tell you, you know, what you're good at, who you're supposed to be, all of that. And just notice if you've taken the Myers-Briggs or you found out your human design and your feeling is relief. Like, ah, I feel so seen. I feel so validated. Because when that is your response, you want to get curious about what the relief is coming from, right? And this is what I see because relief always indicates you have put on internal pressure on yourself in unconsciously in a way that you just weren't aware of, right? And so when an outside system tells you something about yourself and you feel relief, what you want to get super clear about is the unconscious pattern that was causing pressure in the first place and making sure you're unwinding that. What I want you to see is that like relying on the mechanism of an outside authority to provide the relief, right? To rely on the mechanism of an outside system to tell you who you are and you had to wait for an external system to do that, something outside of you, to allow yourself to be who you want to be on the inside, to have the permission because something outside of you said it was okay. And to just notice if that's what's happening. And you want to just dissolve that entire fucking construct that you need something outside of you to give you permission, that you need something outside of you to indicate to you who you are. You do not need something outside of you to define yourself. Now, here's what else you definitely don't need. A system for you to rationalize and explain your limitations. (laughs) I can feel the rage starting to bubble up. We'll see where this goes. Now, again, this is not the problem of the systems, okay? This is the problem of the people, like, and not, it's not the people, it's just their brains, right? Just brains, human brains and the cray cray that's going on there using the systems and then their approach to engaging with those systems. Remember again, your approach of how you decide to go into engaging with these systems will determine your landing and the efficacy and the powerfulness and how empowered you feel. Like, is it a tool that helps you like glide towards your goals or is it a weapon that you use to box yourself in and stab yourself with? And what I see so many people doing without realizing it is they're using personality tests and birth chart systems to rationalize and explain why they can't be who they want to be or why they can't have what they want to have or why they can't do what they want to do. Okay. Like seriously, people with Myers-Briggs 
who test is introverted, right? If you have an I on your on that first letter in the thing, and if you aren't watching your brain and it's like, look, we're just introverted. So we can't go to the networking events. Hey, look, we're just introverted. It's who we are. So we just, we can't connect with people, right? We, we can't market. We can't put ourselves out there because guys, look, we're introverted. There's so many people that try to use their introversion as an excuse for why they can't make multiple millions of dollars in an online business. And it's fucking bullshit. Okay. Or like manifesting generators in human design who are sloppy in their client delivery. And then they blame it on how they move fast and they skip steps. They're like, look, I'm a Manny Jen. It's just what I do. Right. Oh my gosh. Or projectors. You guys don't know human design. Stay with me. Right. Projectors who then use it as an excuse. They're like, no, I have to wait to be invited. So I'm just going to sit inside my house. Like what is happening? Because they tell themselves, no, it's my design. I have to wait to be invited in. And it's like their brain wants, it's their fear brain, right? They're static patterns. And they're like, no, 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 like definitely stay inside. Definitely don't put yourself out there. And the projector's like, this is great. I'm going to use that as my excuse to like not grow my business, right? Or the Myers-Briggs introverted person is like, perfect. I'm going to use this as my excuse to rationalize and explain away my limitations and on why I'm stuck, We do not use personality tests and birth chart systems to stay stuck. And it's, gosh, I wish I remembered her name. I think it's Erin Claire Jones, but she's um, fairly big in the human design space and she's a projector. And I loved hearing her on a podcast one time. She's like, yeah, that's why I'm just out there marketing myself. I'm putting myself out there all the time. Because then I, when I put myself out there and I, and I shine super bright, like a crazy lighthouse, I get invited in because I'm a projector. So people invite me. Right. And I was just like, this is so fascinating. Like how someone who's coming in their approach to coming into working with the system determines their landing of how she's able to have an extremely profitable, extremely like a business. that's just full of people that want to learn from her. And she's someone that like, Oh, I'm supposed to wait to be invited in. Right. No, she's just out there all the time. Okay. So just notice if you're ever trying to use a personality test or birth chart system to tell you why you like, can't have what you want to have. You can't be who you want to be. And something's just not possible for you. Cause that's just a thought error about the approach that you're going into using the system from. Okay. So it can be so subtle. And you really want to become aware of when your brain is trying to make excuses or rationalize or explain something away because of your Myers-Briggs type or your Zodiac sign or your human design. Like that's not an empowering approach to come at anything from. So it will create a disempowered way of viewing and engaging with the system if you don't become conscious that that's what your brain is doing. This is so, so important because in order to succeed, your fundamental identity of who you are in the world needs to be incredibly fluid. And this is why most people in the world don't have incredible growth in a single lifetime, 
right? Because if you think about what's the most fundamental thing, like as a the psychology of humans, it's identity, it's identity of the self, right? And so when you can get to the level of work where you can, all of that can just come off of you and you can flex and like flow and decide whoever, like I can amplify this character trait, I can decrease this, I can release this, I can bring this in, right? And none of that has to be defined by how you were raised or what a system told you that is what creates success, right? People become attached to who they are. And this goes back to episode 92 of the secret to mind-blowingly rapid identity change. When the caterpillar goes into the cocoon to become the butterfly, the old cells literally try to kill off the newly developing cells of the butterfly. So if your consciousness, right, if you're putting all of your, your focus and attention and time and energy into who you currently are, the process of becoming who you are meant to be in this lifetime is incredibly hard. <laughs> Takes a super long time and it involves so much suffering, right? If you're trying to become your future self and it feels like you're ripping the skin off of a snake, <laughs> that's why, right? And this is why everything in the accelerator seats your consciousness in your future self, amplifies and expands that. And then we go back and unhook all of the things from the past identity that just need to be released, that need to be reduced, that need to be reframed. So you can actually have leverage on detaching from old unconscious identity constructs. We call them the static patterns in the accelerator that hold you back from creating the business you feel really called to create. Like who you are at $3,000 months is very different than who you are at $20,000 months. And that's very different from who you are at $300,000 months. Very, very different, exceptionally different. And you do not want to cling to any part of yourself if it's holding you back from reinventing yourself to that next level. It's funny, I have this group of girlfriends from the last job I had as an employee. And not all of us still live in Austin, but whenever we all happen to be here at the same time, we make a point of getting together and going out to dinner, which is probably every like 12 to 18 months. And last month, my friend Trisha came into town. She's what she's left us. She moved out of Austin. So she's in the Seattle area now. So she came into town and we all went out and she just commented that she loves going to dinner with me every single time because she, she's like, I have no idea who I'm going to be going to dinner with. Like I was this one person she knew when we worked together as employees with a very fixed identity, right? Like I hadn't gotten to the level of mindset rigor and spiritual practices where I could, I just follow my frequency. I follow my intuition and I flex and I flow with whatever the creation that's wanting to come through me. Right. And obviously as an employee, I was not doing that. I had a fixed identity. I'm like, this is who I am. This is who my parents were. This is where I went to school. And this is who I will be until I die. <laughs> but now obviously it's getting the tools and recognizing how to become a channel. Every time we go to dinner, I'm in this totally new stage of evolution and becoming. My calls are different every single time. The music I'm listening to is different every single time. Many of my character qualities and how I express myself shifts. So this is like for you guys in the accelerator, it's when we're identifying your core frequency and then looking at how the energetics of the expression change over time. That's what I'm talking about right now. 
Like, you know, that Rumi saying, you are not a drop in the ocean. You are the entire ocean in a single drop. This is that. You are the entire ocean in a single drop. And when you don't box yourself in with a system and you allow your identity to stay super fluid, you are the creator of your own reality. You are the creator of the self and you can call on any archetype or energy within yourself. This is you guys, like the magician consciousness in the accelerator, right? Like you just pull it in, activate and amplify it to accomplish whatever goals you have at hand, whatever transformation you're feeling called to go through. And when your identity becomes he or she who is whoever they desire to be, rather than he or she who is an ENFJ or an INTJ or a Leo or a Libra or a manifester or a reflector, notice how much more boundless you feel. And then notice if that feeling of expansive boundlessness feels overwhelming to your nervous system. Because if you're coming with me to millions of dollars, we're going to get pretty boundless, my friends. (laughs) And then allow yourself to soak up the boundlessness into every cell of your body to acclimate to the level of expansion and boundlessness that exists within you and wants to emerge. I'll end with a final story, which is that last year, I think I've mentioned on the podcast before, my intuition led me to a weekend retreat in California. And the subject was on the gene keys, which was funny to me because like, I'm just not I'm not really a systems person. I'm a zebra. I'm like, I'm just going to do whatever the fuck I want to do. But my intuition felt very cold. It was like, this is a place you want to go. So this was weird to my rational mind, but I was like, okay, we're going, right? Didn't know anything about the gene keys or honestly have much interest in it, but I felt the pull. So I joined and I went. And for those of you that don't know, the Gene Keys, it's a birth chart system channeled by Richard Rudd, who was a protege of Ra Uhuru, who is the man who channeled the human design system. So there's actually a lot of overlap and ways of knowing how one system will help you to better understand the other. Now, I went in not knowing either system, really. And before we went, we had been asked to send in our birth time and place so that they could pull our charts. Now, when I sat down, I noticed that they had screwed up my birthplace, which basically meant they pulled my chart, but the entire chart was wrong. And this was like a two-day event. So for the first entire day, I didn't have my correct chart to reference. And the teacher like profusely apologized and promised to have the correct chart printed out and on my chair the next morning. And it was just so funny because I like literally did not care at all. Like I do not need a birth chart system to tell me who I am. And it's not because I think those systems are a bunch of hooey and I don't believe in them. I've actually done, there's a woman in Austin who worked directly with Ra Uhuru um, in the human design system. And I've had a couple different readings with her and I think she's fucking fantastic, but I take everything with a grain of salt and everything is there to serve me and what I want and like what's wanting to come through me, I should say, right? Not what my ego wants, right? But what soul is asking from me. So the way I would use my chart is the same way I would use anyone else's, which would be to just notice in the discussion where something felt relevant for me as a tendency of mine, and to then investigate if that was something I wanted to manage and support myself around it, 
Or if my truth was that it felt like that was a static pattern in me that was a learned pattern that I didn't want to have anymore. And then my work was then to use those mindset tools, those energetic tools, everything you guys are doing in the accelerator to grow the awareness of it and lovingly release it from my being. Like, guys, my Myers-Briggs <laughs> is not the same. I, I like took it again recently. It's changed. My Myers-Briggs is not the same because when you are living unconsciously, right? When you take a personality test, you're not testing who you are. You're testing who you've been conditioned to be, right? So once you do this work of the deconditioning, then you can actually, you're like, oh, this is actually maybe a snapshot of like my genuine tendencies. So much more useful. Okay. So I want you guys to think about like, who do you feel called to be in this lifetime? You get your soul, like your soul gets to tell you that. And then every single thing, every single thing you engage with is used to be a tool to help further that mission. And for those of you who are arguing for your personality test or your birth chart system right now, just get super curious why you would want a test or why you would want your birth time and place to have the ultimate say in defining who you are for forever in this lifetime. Like why choose to give that power away? Because you get to decide who you are. You get to decide who you want to be. And when it's very soulful and it's very aligned with soul, that is the only thing that matters. And the most empowering way to engage with a system is to figure out what feels resonant and in line with that. Right. So I actually one last quick story. It's like kind of funny here. I have like been interested in these systems. I find them, oh my gosh, my friend Edia, you guys, her stuff with human design. I'm like, you know what? If there was any skepticism, and it's funny actually, because she has been studying intimately with the woman that I mentioned that I've done a couple of human design readings with. So I'm like, all right, there's like for sure something here. But when you're able to engage with them in a way where you look at it and you're like, that kind of tracks or that doesn't, and it's so interesting because the more that I meet people who have really studied like the nuances of astrology, it's like, oh, okay. It's like, maybe your sun sign doesn't resonate with you. It's because there's all these other things in your chart. Right. And so if, if this is a rabbit hole that you feel very called to go down, yeah, there's probably people who are like, if that's a desire, I would follow that. And then think about the way that you're then engaging with the system in a very empowering way. And if you're choosing to have that be the, the, medicine that you want to carry forward into the world, you have to make sure that your consciousness, the, the approach that you're coming into it with is a very empowering one. And that then you're leveraging the system as a tool to help deeply empower others. I actually remember there was a time I got a, gosh, I don't remember exactly what the, what the session was called, but it was looking at my birth chart system my birth chart basically. And one of the things that she talked about, which I thought was so interesting was she wanted to talk to me about my, like, she was like, I just want to ask you a handful of questions. Um, because basically your birth time is on the cusp of one rising sign and another. And it was kind of funny because the actual birth time that my mom gave me is, would be, I'm a rising Aquarius. 
Um, and she didn't even like know that I knew this much at this time, but I was like, okay, like she's saying like my rising, I know that like technically given that my, my chart would say I'm an Aquarius. Right. But then she started asking these questions to basically, I think she'd gotten a read from me that just engaging with me, she was like this birth chart. It doesn't seem right. It seems off. And she was able to actually like tap in right to that deeper part of me and to be like, oh, okay. I actually think like she asked some questions and what we got to was like the way that I present, right? Like authentically is much more rising Capricorn and it's much, it's very likely, right? Like the birth time isn't always the actual birth time. <laughs> Right. So when you think about what hospitals are doing, I just think it's so interesting if people are just doing a sort of like quick pass with this stuff and then they're not really diving into it in a way where they're like questioning, like, does this feel deeply true for me or am I just using it as another thing to box myself? And it's funny because I'm like, oh, like the rising Aquarius thing. I was like, I'll just take that. I'll be like, I think it's like, I'll be rebellious. I'll be an innovator. Like, that sounds good. And then the rising Capricorn, I'm like, oh, I'll take that. I'm like here to like basically rocket in the material plane. Sounds good. Let's go. <laughs> and so I think it's just interesting because like the reason why I didn't care about my birth chart or the gene keys thing, and I don't really care what my, I'm just like, Whatever sign you would give me, I'd be like, I will mine the shit out of whatever you give me and I will find the gold and I will find a way for it to serve me, right? And so for any of you who are feeling really called to engage with these systems, that is the approach I recommend. That is alchemy, my friends, right? Like no matter what you're presented with, can you be the person that's able to take whatever little nuggets you get and mine it so that you create gold from it, okay? So with that said, go forth, be free, use these systems if, if you love them in a way that is deeply empowering and always look at what is my approach because your approach, my loves, will determine your landing. I'll see you all next week. Oh,